1: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary get ready it's time for operation late night excitement uprated late night radio the awesomest night of all time after dark it's late night with hancock and kelly you deserve a fun night on king of ox Well, it's not
2: complete false advertisement. It is late night with Hancock and Kelly. It's just not the Hancock that you normally hear. It's young John Jr. who's sitting in with me as well as Braxton Payne. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Listening to the news there, you just, I mean, I I don't know what it's been like for you guys, but the last 10 days or so, I find myself glued to uh, cable news and, and, and my phone looking at what's going on with this invasion in ukraine and the war and i don't know it's just uh awfully scary any thoughts
3: yeah no it definitely is scary and uh, obviously thoughts go out to the people in ukraine and it's tough not to be worried about this thing escalating further i um, mean you know, we haven't seen an act of aggression like this from nuclear power um you know quite some time mm-hmm. um This is the most violent Europe scene since World War II, arguably. Obviously, the Yugoslav war is in there, but this feels a little different, heavier with Russia uh, being behind it.
4: Yeah, I think one of the things that I find the most interesting is the use of social media by Russia and by the Ukrainians um, to, you know, tell their story. And, you know, obviously social media has been around for several years, but we've never had a war with you know leaders that can both speak English pretty clearly and they understand the social media aspects of it I mean and there is not only a civilized country and Ukraine that is being attacked but they're understanding how to I don't want to call it propaganda because that's not what it is but being able to tell their story in a way on social media and live time on well, Twitter is is remarkable to me
2: yeah there's no doubt about it that the president of Ukraine has uh, definitely mobilized uh world support by using non-traditional media uh and but you just watch this on a on a daily basis this morning seeing all these kids being loaded into trains and going and i don't know you just continue to wonder i guess you guys are both too young uh to even remember the cold war is that that would be correct yeah 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 And so do do you guys remember any of the, have you watched any of the movies, whether it be like Hunt for Red October or even Top Gun, there's references to, uh, the Cold War and the relationship that existed with the Russians. Do you, do you guys? Not really. To be honest, the only thing I've, I've
4: watched, and I actually watched this, uh, to be honest, like December and January of this year. And I watched all six seasons was the Americans, which was an FX show about two KGB spies that lived in the United States and, you know, spoke fluent English and lived, you know, what you consider traditional American lives. And it was really interesting to watch that. And without knowing that this was kind of going to happen because you're almost sympathetic to them because they believed that they were fighting for, you know, USSR at the time, uh, for, for the greater good. They, they really framed America as the, the bad guys and that they weren't out for everyone. And, you know, they, they reference a lot in that show, you know the 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 work in Africa that the USSR did right um and 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 Central America and South America so, so it's just really different to like now be totally anti that whole frame of thought
2: John jr you remember um the even the Rocky movies were yeah. somewhat built around the theme of fighting with the, the Russians evil Empire and the evil Empire yeah so it's just crazy that here we are again um and we it just continues to develop every day on television and you you know it seems to me this thing is about to end with, you know, Vladimir Putin whenever is going to get control of this country eventually. Yeah. He's just got too much.
3: And I'm worried with, you know, how it's been impressive and, you know, inspiring seeing Ukraine stand up as strongly as they have, but I'm worried for him in a way because I think that's just gonna end up having Putin leveling the entire country until he just Yeah, and it, it, he wants.
4: exactly does it come down to an ego thing where, you know, you get he gets backed into a corner where he can't do anything else besides just show complete force. Um I
2: think that's where he's at. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and then you watch the crackdown that's taking place in Russia right now. Yeah. Just seems to me that it's inevitable, uh whether it be now, a year from now, that eventually he will be the victor here. Um uh and uh, we will be living back in a world that uh, I grew up in, which was this standing Cold War. And he, this guy seems crazy. Like I were, you know, when he threatens the use and putting the nuclear weapons on full alert, you can't help but believe him because he's that yeah. nuts.
4: Yeah, and I think one of the things that, that scares—I think not scares, but it's terrifying—the most is is the unpredictability of him. Um, but also the, his motives, you know, I, I, think, you know, John senior, says that it's the agriculture and, you know, a lot of people says it's his, his, his ego and his, you know, um, his standing w- among the greatest, you know, what he considers the greatest world leaders, um, Stalin and, and such, uh, of Russia. But I think that it, it could be both, which is even the most terrifying because if, if he is motivated, motivated by just ego, then where does he stop? I don't. Yeah. I don't think there is an end game, and I think. I mean, we kind of grew up in an age of terrorism. You know, it, it wasn't a world power. It wasn't somebody that you know. We had nine eleven, and then we went to war in Afghanistan. Then we went to war in in Iraq, and and then we had the most recent you know fighting with ISIS and Syria. We've never had in my lifetime a war with a real sovereign country that has a military that isn't you know guerrilla warfare essentially
3: and it's not an apt comparison because obviously no one's invading russia or threatening moscow but do you think if hitler had nukes he'd be killing himself in a bunker
4: no yeah and and that's (laughs) it's a great point because i do think that he would have been emboldened by by that you know reserve that he could do whatever he wanted and that really does terrify me and you know he's obviously doesn't care who he kills and the propaganda machine of Russia, I think it's something that's fascinating because they, they, they've even permeated American with the RT media. I mean, they've they've yeah. permeated other places, not just Russia.
3: One thing that's been encouraging is that China's abstained from a lot of these UN votes. They haven't supported them. They have yet to kind of bail them out of these sanctions from the West either. That's an encouraging sign, but they could just be waiting for the moment to. Get it, Russia over their knee. And
4: who is the biggest winner? It's China, because they can see everyone, you know, we're, we're experiencing inflation. Russia is experiencing, you know, obviously they're going to experience inflation and and shortage of goods. And who comes out in the winter in this? is it's, It could be China. So they could just wait and see, OK, everyone's going to be demoralized and their economies are going to be in the crapper. And you're going to see, you know, a, a weaker Europe. And then that's when they go in and be the savior and loan a bunch of money to all these people. And then they'll be beholden to them. For eternity, which could also be really terrifying to me.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely frightening. Um and there's a chance that Russia, if they do if the ruble keeps going down as it is and these sanctions don't get lifted, they keep up with the invasion, they're gonna be desperate. Putin's gonna take anything he can to keep power at that point. Um yeah. and China may make him a sucker offer that he has no choice but to accept. Yeah. And have you have to you, prop him up. Have you guys
2: seen this kid that was following Elon Musk's plane? Um, on Twitter. Yeah. So he's this young kid who figured out what Elon Musk's tail sign was for his plane. And so he started posting everywhere. Elon Musk was going well, uh, Elon Musk tried to pay him $10,000 to not do any more. Yes. Right. The richest man in the world only offers <laughs> ten, $10, only 10 grand. But, uh, so that doesn't happen, but well, now this guy is tracking all the, the
4: Russian oligarchs, the
2: Russian oligarch, yeah. um, uh, yachts that are going all around the world it's it's somewhat funny but at the same time when you see what uh is happening on a daily basis in ukraine it's uh it's far from humorous when we come back we'll talk about technology how it's changing the world and maybe when people just don't want to do it anymore after this i have been thinking all evening about
1: how to best say this now back to late night
2: Welcome back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. Well, we had a lot of seriousness there, so we got to let it go a little bit. But here's my problem. I am a, one of those people who used to be annoyed by the generation that would say to me, I'm not going to do email. <laughs> like it's a fad and it's going away, right? Yeah. Or, you know, can you get on the machine over there and tell me what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And so I embrace Twitter. I embraced Facebook. I've even embraced Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got apps. I do all this stuff. Now TikTok's out there, and I I cannot take on another social media. Do either of you have a TikTok?
3: Oh, yeah. I'm on TikTok. Johnny TikTok. I tried to make it as a TikToker, actually. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, What is your handle on TikTok? uh, So I'm actually private now that I'm uh, pursuing a professional career. (laughs) (laughs) But I I had about 50,000 likes, had over 250,000 views on a couple videos. Uh, Pretty successful during the pandemic, but... Never got to take off because I'm not conventionally attractive so, enough for the audience. Yeah, so wait a minute. True. So,
2: I, I want to quiz you a little bit about this because you you were creating content, but it was parody, humor, comedy? Yeah, so it was kind of
3: all over the place. A uh, little bit of parody. I tried to make it as a like sports guy breaking down plays and stuff. Uh, that didn't take off either. Uh, really, it was just whatever came to my mind that day. I'd put it out there. Okay. And
2: Braxton, you have a TikTok.
4: Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I just watch TikToks. You're a voyeur. Yeah, voyeur. I, I love TikTok though. And so, like TikTok, you know, you can make videos between like you know ten seconds to three minutes long, and there's so many different things. But I think what the best part about TikTok is is their algorithm, because once you start to like certain aspects, you get into quote unquote into that TikTok. So there's like you know you were mentioning during the break the dancing TikTok, which I am not on. I don't see any of the dances. You know, but I'm deep into like a sports TikTok or a Bravo TikTok. But
2: it's just essentially guys or girls making content for entertainment purposes or. Yeah, it's like the
3: evolution of Vine, if you remember Vine.
2: So Vine was just six seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But here's my question so, but it's not something I'm going to get news from. Be oh, I good. get news yeah, from yeah. it. There's news yeah, there's there's, there. there's a lot of like but I mean like NBC or CNN's posting all of on M- NPR. Yeah, everyone's on all TikTok the NPR now,
4: podcasters yeah. have like well, they'll do like three minute roundups. You know, like you can listen to like a podcast in the morning, like where it gives you the the morning briefing. It's like you know five minutes long. Well, they've made those in the TikToks now, so you can just watch you know the TikToks on you know what's going on in the world in three minutes. And there's Why a lot I of those people out there.
2: Most of TikTok would just groups of people dancing in rhythm that's what it
3: was when it first came up uh you know it was really just a bunch of high school kids maybe college kids that were on there and
4: well and then that's what the chinese did i mean because the chinese started TikTok, it was run by the chinese government and what they wanted to do is permeate the consciousness of the youth of the world and they were able to do that through Dumb dances, what I would consider dumb dances, and what they did was is they promoted those dumb dances, so it grew in the platform. I mean, it, was, it was a brilliant, honestly, propaganda move. Um, it's you buy no,
3: that? You uh, just, I, I totally buy that. Oh, yeah. it's, it's proven.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was like the,
4: 60 Minutes have done stories yeah. about this.
2: They, they, they purposely came up with their own social yeah. media just so they
3: could get into the hands of every— yeah. yeah, that's part of the reason why Trump wanted to
2: ban it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Do you remember that?
2: Uh, Yeah, uh, I I don't remember much about Donald Trump. (laughs) No, but
3: yeah,
4: I mean, it was a great idea by the Russians. Whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just think though that, like, for me, for TikTok, it is mindless, and it's like something I can escape from the. You know, Twitter is so toxic; Um, it's so negative all the time. Facebook is just. Boomers yeah, complaining I, I, about everything. I, I deleted Enough
2: my face.
3: Your slurs of boomer. <laughs> oh, the boomers. Uh, they, they don't. It's, and, you know they don't like being called boomers. But oh well. Well, who,
2: like, the, the true definition of a boomer is somebody who who's born during the baby boom, which I think ends what like. Like That's 45 through sixty five. I thought it was. Yeah. Eight, I thought it was eighty three. So, no, I'm. I'm. That's Gen X. I I'm think. a Gen Xer. So like when. Like, well, you're also I, ruining you Facebook. You walk around the office. A bunch of people walk around all the time. Going, oh, listen to this boomer. I'm like, do you guys even know that <laughs> most of the boomers? Most of the boomers are drooling on themselves. In all, in all fairness, <laughs> old. In
4: all fairness, I get called a boomer from the volleyball team I coach because I am over the age of thirty. So it, it's just it's just a term that we all use.
2: But boomer. I, but I think though, too. It's like I mean, you, I think you, if somebody says "boomer" to you, you have the right to give them a boom to the. So face. I have a good
4: story about a Mike slap. Kelly and Mike Kelly and Facebook. So I was, it was this, what was it, Saturday or Thursday of last week? I got, I had a missed phone call and I, you know, forgot to call him back and. I was like, okay, so I texted him and I said, Okay, well, hey, what is I missed your phone call? What do you need? And he goes, Oh, I was just trying to figure out how to post a picture on Facebook.
2: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't going well. Well, I quit. I've tried to really quit social media. Yeah. Um, I, I only am a voyeur on so I, I love Twitter. Yeah, I saw you haven't tweeted in a while. Yeah, I love Twitter. Yeah. I love it. I, I, I get all my news from Twitter. I think it's great. I also How many people do you follow on Twitter? By maybe like 250, 300. Wow. That's it. That's reasonable. I yeah. follow like a
4: thousand people.
2: Yeah, I can't follow that many people. But anyway, I, I that's where I get my news. That's where I get my whatever. And then I go seek sources from there. Uh, Facebook, I almost do exclusively with family. You know, look at my sister's kids and all the people I went to high school's kids. Isn't that great? You know, and all that stuff. Instagram, I'll be honest. I like looking at the girls, yeah. um, you know, and, you know, with pretty things. Uh, vacation spots, etc. I don't have room for another doggone social media. I mean, sounds like I'm already getting all my bases covered with what I have.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, that's probably true, but I really think that you would like TikTok. I mean, I send you TikToks and you watch them. And yeah. and
2: and for the most part. But I'm not gonna download another uh but but you I did just watch one of the things you created and it was pretty entertaining. I'm surprised you're not just still
3: Tock Yeah, no, Johnny TikTok didn't take off. Um, you know, we gave TikTok. it we gave it the old college try, but it wasn't hip enough for the kids. Maybe you ought to bring back your characters
2: to do the broadcast of the slapping contest. You know what I mean? Like I the, could. The, I was
3: trying to get noticed by a Logan Paul or Jake Paul bring me onto the team, but it didn't happen. <laughs> oh yeah, I
4: forget that he has a brother. That's just equally as not. I, a, I a mean monstrous. they're great
3: entrepreneurs, Braxton.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, we'll go with that.
3: I think the guy well, I mean Logan he, beat Floyd Mayweather. The yeah, contract but- said if he went the distance, he won. <laughs> and he still hasn't gotten paid. Why isn't Floyd whether paying him? Word on the street is that Floyd might be broke. How can that man be broke? Isn't his
2: middle name money? He forgot he had a Lamborghini.
4: Well, it, I I think a lot of Logan's that has to still do with money managers. I don't think that has to do with him. But I think that one of the things that I will say about Logan Paul, you know, the TikToker star, is he's figured out a way to con millions of people into
3: giving him money, and I still don't understand why people Spends like it Spends a quarter million on Pokemon cards, and these th- hundreds of thousands of people oh, watch Pokemon him open card. it. Yeah. This
2: is a serious human being. Yeah, he no, He's serious. Cards?
3: Now that's a guy you can call Boomer. Probably going to be president one day at the rate we're
2: going. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't hey, put it past us. Major League Baseball is going to ban the shift. I have strong opinions. I'm sure you do too. We'll talk about it after
1: this working on a nightmare now back to late night with hancock and kelly i love it at night on king of o- we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof
2: Working on the night moves. You know where you can't make moves right now in the MLB. Anywhere, anywhere. Got to stay in one spot. Yeah, they want to because they these guys can't get along. I I don't know what's going to happen to baseball ultimately. I I think these guys are really misjudging um, from the owners and the players what's going to happen with everyday fans. Yeah, I mean
4: they're already losing them for so many years. I mean they've they've done so many things to try to fix, you know, sh- you know, make the game faster, make it more entertaining, do this, this, and
3: this.
2: But the people, the, this, the, the changes they're making is not bringing new people. No, no, I know. And what they're doing is running away
3: us. Yeah, because you look at the NBA, what they've done is they've made the off-the-court antics just as entertaining as the actual product. And so it's become a year-round sport. People are it's a good point. All, all up about free agency, keeping up with it, following all the players. LeBron James has more followers than every... MLB player combined on Instagram.
4: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I think one of the things, I mean, uh, you know, we don't have an NBA team here, so I think it's a really different um, that like we don't have one, but I know so many of my friends that are younger than me that follow the NBA like a religion. And I think it's interesting because my generation do not really do that because we never really had a team. But you're, that makes a great point because the NBA is one of the most watched uh, sports now, but it's talked about all the time, especially yeah. on Twitter, sports Twitter.
3: It, so... So in St. Louis, we're in one of maybe the only markets where I think the MLB can get away with this and not really suffer any major repercussions because St. Louis is the Cardinals. You know, they're going to come back. People will be there. It's integral to to the city. But you can't say that about, you know, the Minnesota Twins or the Toronto Blue Jays. Some of these other (laughs) markets, they may be losing fans for real.
2: Yeah, or even if you're a New York fan, I mean, you're finding other ways to keep yourself busy. Maybe you're getting into the slapping contests or <laughs> UFC or F1 racing. I mean, there's so much well, competition and- out there now, and you know, they're and they're doing stuff. Here's what I don't get. All right, Major League Baseball has a core of people, and they watch on a nightly basis. Yep. doesn't matter in what city you're in, people are watching baseball, right? So they're trying to make this game more attractive to other people, and as a result, they're losing those of us who care. The banning of the shift. I, that, that is the most ridiculous idea I've ever heard of. I don't care if it speeds up the game, if it's going to bring more offense in, whatever, why do they care? If they want to put all eight of their guys out there, you know, on third base, who gives a care? So you're for the shift, Yes, I think you ought to be able to shift. I don't understand why not. And if I have a $20 million hitter, and I know it's not easy, but everybody's on the right field of the infield, you know, Matt Carpenter, and you can't bunt or
3: slap the ball to third base? It it destroys the – it's kind of destroying the, you know, fabric of the game where it's not how it was intended to be. In football, you have positions. You can only have so many guys line up on certain sides of the line. Why can't it be that way in baseball? The shift has really taken away a big part of the game. It's pull-headers like Matt Carpenter, Chris Davis have ruined their careers. Well, I say you keep two on the left, two on the right. Shortstop can't cross the line. Makes the game more fun. But why do you care? Because right now you got three outcome hitters like Joey Gallo where if he's not hitting it out of the park, he's grounding out or lining out into the shift instead and, of getting a base and, hit. And to
2: me, that's more boring than watching the guy slap the ball to the opposite field and actually run the bases and have some energy going
3: on. Well, it's tough to hit the ball to the opposite field. I mean, you got pitchers throwing faster than I, they ever have. I get it. But you
2: know what? It's tough to hit a home run. They say and it's the toughest thing to the do way in you baseball, beat the, they are able to do that. The, the you way you beat the out shift how is lay down the bunt.
3: It, what's entertaining about watching a guy bunt down to no one at third base.
2: You for get a it, a, because the next time he comes up, they'll move the guy over to third base and they won't leave him. I just
4: there. don't get like, you know, you, it, there's no like minded comparison probably for any sport. But you think of like hockey and how much that's changed over the years. I mean, I remember growing up and like Al McGinnis would just be on the top of the blue line. And he would just, you know, pass it back to him during a power play and hit as hard as he can. You don't have that anymore in the NHL because, you know, how you play is different now because of the skill level. So I think like uh, banning the shift is just, you know, uh, unfair to like the defensive aspects of it because, you know, the game changes. So like you can't just have, you know, like, oh, you can't you can't stand here. I mean, also, like, are they going to are the umpires going to go out and measure? Like where, like how far you have to be from this base. I mean, that's just going to slow down the game even more. I mean, there's ways. And in the history of everything, there's always been a ways to get around everything.
2: So, you know, they're just going to get around it. Okay, oh, was some Wheeler. insightful stuff right there. In the history of everything, there's well, always been a way to get around everything. It's true. Let's save that one.
6: Kevin Wheeler here at
3: KMOX crunched the numbers on the shift, and I think it was that it's only a net average loss of one hit per four or five games with For five the shift games is currently what he said, yeah.
4: here. Yeah, one hit per five games in the MLB. So that what's so you, Junior?
3: Well, I've seen Matt Carpenter, you know, just go out with a whimper to the shift about eight hundred times over the past couple seasons. I've seen enough of it personally. Yeah.
2: Well, so then make him a hit to the other side of the field, or maybe he ought not be there. So we're going to make it easier for Matt Carpenter? A guy can only hit to one side? I, just, I, I mean, mean, not everyone's Ichiro where
3: they can so, you know command the bet to all right, choose so what then, they want to hit.
2: Yeah, I guess where I'm going is that I don't understand so, how you can limit where the defensive players can stand. And it looks then terrible, be too, if we to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball's a symmetrical sport, a beautiful
3: sport. It looks terrible. You got three guys on the right side of the infield, four outfielders. Like It's a slow-pitch softball game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, the shift needs to go. And honestly, while we're getting rid of the shift, get rid of Manfred, too. He's up there with Baker as one of the greatest frauds in the history of sports. <laughs>
4: Well, then, but to be honest, what 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 do you do to change the game? Like, to speed up the game? Do you don't. You,
3: How about you get rid of the extra-long commercial breaks in between innings? Yeah. Oh, do the wow. advertisements on the field like they do in soccer.
2: I mean, it, it, it's, there is a law. its too long. Even if you go to the game, Yeah, it's and too people too long.
3: who say baseball's I'm too boring of it. a sport to succeed, soccer's the number one sport in the world. Well, but soccer, it's 45 I, I minutes I get they're straight, moving. I get they're moving. 45 but minutes straight. It's an art. Commercial, 45 minutes straight. Yeah, baseball's an art. I mean, I, when I, people are playing their natural positions. I watch
4: baseball, but I mean, to be honest, like I don't really watch it unless unless I'm like at, you know, I, I mean, the, I, I'll listen to it all, you know, when I'm in the car or, you know, watch it on TV. But I, it's not like a an appointment sport for me. Right. Like like uh, like many other sports are.
2: Yeah. No, I, I get that. And that's what I feel like baseball's they're they're trying to be um, they're they're trying to be, you know, everything to everyone. Uh, They're like yeah, trying to, to appeal know to the one. NBA crowd and the NHL crowd. Well, you're not them. Yeah. You're just not. You know, you're, you're a traditional sport. You're something that we all learn because our mom and dads listen to sport, to the baseball games. And that's how that game gets passed down. You either like it or you don't. Yeah, it, but all this idea of we're trying to attract these other people to this game, I don't, I don't get it. They're ruining it for those of well, us who are interested.
4: Well, the NBA and NBA had a lull for a long time when that you know essentially you could just run with the basketball and there was no fouls, and then the superstars were just getting away with anything they wanted to do. And like yeah, Junior said, here is like they, they turned it into an off-season sport where. There was drama year-round. I mean, and baseball's a long season. It's not like it's it's almost year-round already. I mean, you really don't really have, I mean, the downtime, you have the NFL. I mean, they, they are the only thing in the summer, and so they should be able to to attract fans pretty easily. I mean, because that's the only thing that there really is to watch uh, sports. I
3: am a little worried with the NBA, though. They're seeing some ratings go down, and once LeBron retires, which, you know, got to be coming up here in the next four or five years, <laughs> I'm what about that? It was funny, Michael. (laughs) Nothing, just, you, you crack me up. LeBron's got to retire and they really don't have the star power. Think of the big names. You have Steph, you got Durant, Harden, Westbrook. They're all getting old and Westbrook killed the Lakers, by the way. That was a big, big knock on LeBron. Tried to play GM again and it didn't work out. uh, You're not a LeBron fan. I I like LeBron, but you know, obviously top two player it's ever played. I'm an MJ guy, but he's not a great front office guy and he's, Showing Press that, he's blowing up teams everywhere
2: he's got. Are you an MJ guy or a LeBron guy?
4: No, I think LeBron James is one of the best players to ever play. I mean, I think he probably is the, the, best. the best. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. He is the best.
2: Better than Michael Jordan? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's good to having you over, brother.
4: No, I think he is. I mean, it, he's been able to do so much. And mind you, uh, oh the, the, the talent level Boomer. of uh, the, the talent. <laughs> no. Boomer. No, that would actually make me a, a younger millennial. Uh, thank you no, very much. You uh, Michael Jordan never no. ran off with does Carl Malone? How it make me a nitwit?
2: Cuz that's <laughs> it, it. No, a no. Who Would say that. LeBron no, because because the, the talent Michael
4: level Bird. is better than, than when MJ Michael's MJ played. He yeah. played against yeah. the you know six six six. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. LeBron played, won who a who would ring in the against? bubble with no fans. It's a fraud. He, he made who did he play against? Name name five other world class players during the time that MJ played. Scottie
2: Pippen, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Ewing, Patrick Ewing. The, 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 you Elijah make you won. Going? Yeah, mean, he, no, but,
4: but they had one player. There wasn't Malone, like team and
2: franchises that Stockton. LeBron plays against. Well, you need to go read a history book about uh, Michael Jordan. You know, Jordan.
3: And I, you I know as I, I said on the TikTok, Michael Jordan did not run with Karl Malone to make a super team. He stayed where he was. <laughs> well, I Excellent mean, he's smart. His galskis could have been Pip if LeBron just toughed it out in Cleveland.
2: You guys are gonna have to settle something about Kanye and uh what's the lady's name? Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, after this on KMOX. Yep.
1: Be a great night. Good yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now, back to late night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX.
2: Hey, thanks for sticking around with us for the last couple of hours. It's Michael Kelly, John Hancock Jr., and Braxton Payne, my buddy. John Hancock Senior's out of town. No worries. He'll be back here with me on Friday morning as we do our regular shift from 8.30 to 11 on the Charlie Brennan Show. And then, you, of course, you can always catch us on Fox 2 on Sunday mornings at 8.30. And uh, this is the night when we talk about topics that uh, Hancock and Kelly don't normally cover. But I want to say this officially. I think Kanye West is a very, very bad man. And I think that, like, he needs... He's stalking Kim Kardashian. Now, it's hard for you to give me a situation where I am sympathetic to Kim Kardashian. Because here's a, a, a woman who's made herself one of the richest people in the world out of doing I don't know what. Well, but I appreciate it. She's a pretty person. One of the best. Uh, <laughs> she's she's figured it out. She's got a bunch of money. But what is happening to her right now with Kanye West is wrong. Either one of you want to tell the story?
3: Yeah, so, you know, Kanye, the thing is he's very clearly mentally unwell. You know, he's been <laughs> what a, dis- gives that a away? disturbed individual for, you know, quite some time now. Uh, what he's doing to Pete Davidson, I got to give it to Pete, having, keeping his head, um, you know, straight on his shoulders as he has because he also deals with some mental stuff, and he's toughing this one out trying to laugh it off. But for those who don't know, so Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are getting a divorce And Kim Kardashian is dating Pete Davidson, the SNL (laughs) cast member. And if you look at him, he's a goofy looking guy. Uh, But, you know, he's got he's got an impressive roster. He's up there with Jeter in terms of the women he's been able to get. He's with Kim Kardashian (laughs) and Kanye's not too happy about that, obviously. And he's been getting progressively worse and worse, borderline stalking, as Michael said. And he just released a music video where he kidnapped and killed a claymation version of Pete Davidson. Kim's getting concerned for her safety and Pete's safety. He's all because Kanye has fans out there. Some of the biggest losers out there. (laughs) One of these just no life. Nobodies might try to take the uh, matter into their own hands to avenge Kanye. He really is creating a dangerous scene out there uh, for Kim and Pete. And he just keeps escalating it. He posts these insane messages on Instagram, then deletes them like a coward. But
4: I I just do what I find so fascinating by the whole thing is is like Kim Kardashian, as you said, has has built an empire off what you think is, you know, nothing. I mean, she really didn't really have many skills. She wasn't an actress. She wasn't anything else. And sometimes I think, is, is this just a big, you know, ploy for publicity to stay relevant because they don't have the reality show anymore? They have, you know. She has one of the most successful uh athletic wear companies in the world right now with skims. So she's obviously making money off of that. Pete Davidson has dated, like you said, many celebrities from Ariana Grande to I don't even know. There's a couple other ones in there um, that she that he's dated. And I just think like when it comes to Kanye West, it's like he's doing this and he you know he does it on TikTok too. He's you know, he does these little like meme videos where he pretty much insults her. But you also think they have two kids in this whole aspect. You know, they have two kids together, and, like, yeah, you these kids you grow can't up. You
2: do a video where you're killing your girlfriend's boyfriend or your ex-wife's boyfriend. Oh, I'm, well, yeah, I wasn't and If we had social that. media back in and, the day. And, look, uh, he may even be mentally ill, um, oh. which I, I appreciate mental issues, but— Somebody needs to get a hold of them and be like, no, 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 this is
3: threatening somebody's life. If we had social media back in the day, is there a chance that one Orenthal James may have been displaying similar patterns of behavior (laughs) here? And that's not a joke. That's an honest, honest statement. Well, I, you
2: know, who knows? Uh, It's an excellent
4: point. The one thing, too, is... Is when it comes to like Kanye West, I mean, he's been mentally unwell, uh, unwell for a long time. I mean, it's not like this is just something that's well, it never new. Goes away, right? You yeah, just gotta treat but it. but I does he doesn't have anyone around. When you're that rich, you don't have anyone around you that can tell you no or that this is a bad idea. Well, I mean, there
2: was a man who was president of the United States, and it didn't like anybody could tell him what to do either. Well, and that's why he <laughs> fired everybody, <laughs> or they all left. <laughs> I mean. But I, it's 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 remarkable. Well, how do you to, uh, stop this? How do you stop it? Because you're right; they do have kids. Um, they are in a situation where they've got to be able to, you know, coexist, in the sense that. But if he's out there threatening the life of her boyfriend, I'm
3: sorry that you just
1: can't man, stand for they,
2: that.
3: He's got to he's got to take his meds, which he clearly has not been. Um and you know as has been said no one's around him to tell him that which and I think it's
4: something that he's omitted that he's not on his meds and it, it's it's a matter of okay so does like law enforcement get involved does this become a serious threat or does just oh, I this, think
2: if law if law enforcement better go over and visit him something's not right but does it
4: just embolden him to do more and get more publicity off this because. I mean, he hasn't had a good album in ten years. So, yeah, I a
2: college
3: dropout.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like he—he's not really relevant anymore. Besides I being like his
2: stuff, I think you guys are kind of messed up. The, the okay. new
4: stuff or his old stuff?
2: Well, mainly his old stuff. But yeah, I like college dropouts that he does and stuff. He's wow. got some good stuff out
4: there. Well, oh, his remixes really art though. I mean, is that new stuff? I mean, that's just kind of. Buddy, Rehashing you, of you're stuff.
2: picking on us boomers. It's yours, group that's coming up with NFTs here. Buy a digital. Oh, that's reproduction a whole,
4: that's a whole nother picture
2: of myself. Well, that's you. I get the you're casting everything generationally. I don't me. like NFTs.
4: You don't even bring this
2: up. Hey, what's the latest on you going to Chicago? We got a little less than a minute left.
3: Yeah, so moving to Chicago in May, um, doing the St. Louis farewell tour. So I'll be hitting all the spots going for ravioli and pizza wheelhouse and harpo's yeah yeah, (laughs) wheelhouse bar nap he's gonna be shutting down bar calf nap depending on the time of day. you're gonna
2: have to have a uh, going away party for you down at tkg absolutely it's been a while yeah well it's been covid man now you're going up to chicago he's big time in us braxton i know i'm gonna miss him he's john jr braxton peng thanks so much for doing this mike who was behind the board this evening michael great job John Hancock's back with me on Friday. Have a good night, everybody. Enjoy your Monday and keep it tuned to (sighs) X.
6: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.